Hey guys, and welcome back to He's Trying His Best, a comedy podcast by Danny Mulkey. Um, it's been a minute. Um, I haven't recorded in like two or three weeks, I think, um, just because it's some family stuff going on. Like we had a family member pass, so my family and I all travelled back to Christchurch, New Zealand. Um not the vibe um but the weather was really nice i saw uh, a couple of friends i went to electric avenue that was really slay spent like a thousand dollars on food alone because the cost of living there is actually fucked i don't know how any of you fuckers do it i don't remember it being that expensive but whatever um what else have i been up to um back at work yesterday so slay sliving um i'm doing uh, oh yeah i guess we can just get straight into it um i'm doing this new thing called the let them theory where i don't know how to really explain it um it's i'll i'll, I'll clip it there go so i've been using this thing called the let them theory i love this i want you to try it here's how it works the next time you feel left out your friends all go out to brunch together and they don't invite you let them or maybe the person you're dating doesn't want a commitment. Let them. Or perhaps uh, your spouse does not want to do the 5K with you. Let them. Your company is laying people off. Let them. You spend so much time and energy trying to control other people and getting emotionally worked up about things that are beyond your control. You can tap into peace and true control if you let them be themselves. And here's the other thing. If you let them people will then reveal who they truly are. And when they reveal who they truly are to you, you now know what you can choose next that's right for you. So let them. Um, I'm doing, I'm going to try practicing that. Um, getting back into my fitness, back into my running. I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier and not going so well this week just because it feels like I've been eating out of a paper bag for literally ever. Oh, there's like this, I had a really weird dream the other night. Um, and I will tell you about it. Um, Bruno Memento, just checking my Tinder. Really good, thanks. About to jump in the car for a drive, though, so please forgive me for being shit at replying temporarily. Plans for today, question mark. Not you. Um, weird dream. Okay, so this is the setting. Um, we had a Frank Jr.'s, but it was at the casino, but it was in Christchurch, New Zealand, in Darfield. Um, so that's just a little bit of context. Um, finished work, had drinks with the with the girls, and a six foot eleven stud made out with me. This is not a wet dream. In parentheses, heading back after getting promotion with Teresa, swerved off the road and saved us. When I saw in the distance a fuel truck drifting off the road, told Teresa to stay in the car. Checked it out. Earthquake all of a sudden started. All the electricity turned off. Ran to Claudia's car and we stayed there for a little. Went back to check on Teresa and she wasn't there, but found her in a field full of people, everyone freaking out. And someone goes, here come the rabbits, fuck. And just for a little bit of context, the rabbits were smaller than a mouse and there were so fucking many. Like it was like the plague of these tiny little rabbits and they were biting everyone and giving them rabies and like everyone was like frothing at the mouth and shit. I outran them and we made it to the mall. Don't ask why there was a mall in the middle of nowhere. In parentheses, I don't know. 
we hid in Zara and then went to Tiffany and Co. And I got like three new bangles. It was so slow. Um, we then lost Claude's. She literally died. So RIP. And all of a sudden life was back to normal. And I found my 611 stud and he had heaps of trauma from the incident. He didn't want me anymore. Teresa and I moved in with each other because both our roommates died and her house was fucked by the rabbits. Back to work the following Monday. Then I woke up. I actually did struggle a little bit last week with my sleep routine. Um, I've been having these reoccurring dreams and then when I wake up from them, I can't, and then go back to sleep, I can't escape them. Like the dream ever carries on. I genuinely don't know if anyone will believe me if that happens, if that's ever happened to anyone else. I haven't looked into it, but I swear on my life, it was fucking scary. It was awful. It was fucking awful. Um, I just finished Talking at Night by Claire Deverley. Deverley, I think it is. Um, exceptional book. If you like normal people and you're annoying and or gay, get that book and read it. I used to hand out my books to pe- for people to lend. Not anymore. I never get that shit back. One of my friends has my original copy of um, my year of rest and relaxation, and that is just not on with me. I will be collecting that soon. Soon. Um, I've been, yeah, so I'm trying to, like, like, like lower my advices, I guess. Um, sorry, just replying to this. He's really hot. Not much. Just doing housework. You can't tell them that you're a semi, you run a semi-successful podcast immediately. Otherwise, they'll use you. Oh, yeah, we hit, like, um, like really good streams. Someone texted me and told me there was an ad when they listened to it the other day. And I'm pretty sure only on the long episode, the short episode, there wasn't. So, but I like the length of the short episode. I feel like it's nice in small doses. It's a lot easier for me to edit and to get up. Um, And I think I'm more inclined to record more often if the episodes are that kind of that length. So I think I'm going to stick with like the 20 to 25 minute episodes. Um, But I'd like to have this episode up today because I want to do literally nothing tomorrow. I might go into work for a Margie and um do the tips but that's literally it someone keeps stealing my iphone charger and i don't know who it is not in this household like i'll take it with me somewhere and it just always disappear but i haven't used like i won't this guy's at the casino already it's 11 a.m when i'm filming this um my notes app is scary like scary scary Mm, jesus that is a my god anyways I think today's the day that I tell the buddy incident. So I just moved back from the Gold Coast. I wasn't on great terms with like my family, I guess. We weren't really talking. I was living literally in my cousin's bed with her and just trying to keep afloat. I hadn't had any work yet. Um, I was severely depressed and battling a pretty psycho eating disorder um i was i would say i wouldn't say i was at my lowest that's that's probably a negative thing to say i don't want to say that i would say i was probably close to rock bottom very close um still haven't hit rock bottom yet guys touch wood um and maddie was being really nice but she was also dating a lot then so she was going on dates like every other night to give me the bed to myself and stuff. It was awesome. She was such a trooper. I love her. Um, but yeah. Um, and then kind of got into 
like a bit of a depression slum. I was still so obsessed with my ex-boyfriend that I left the country the, the first time to get rid of. And yeah. And Maddie's ideology, ideology was get over him, get under someone else kind of thing. So I was at home. Maddie was out for dinner with this guy and his friends um, that she'd kind of been teeing up for like a week or yeah. And then like they were staying at the Versace in Southport and yeah, like it was teed up for ages. Anyways, I get a random text message from Maddie while she's out and I'm like literally rotting in bed. I think I was drinking like a 196. I was rotting in bed and um, yeah. And then she was just like, Hey, I was like, Hey, she goes like, like there's a homo here. Um, there's an old homo here, just your type, takes a selfie with him, sends me a video. And I go, haha, he's not like bad looking. And she goes, do you want to come here? He's going to, he can call you an Uber. So I said, oh, probably not. No. Um, was really out of, it's really out of character for me to have a one night stand like that, like that I'm like, you know, like fully sober and like going out of my way to go, like it's not just like going home with someone kind of thing. Anyways. I was like, no, nah. she goes, okay, like suit yourself. And the fact that she wasn't rooting for me to come just inclined me to go more. I don't know why. Like if she had like begged me to come, I probably wouldn't have gone because I'm like, oh, it's probably boring and probably just want like non-boring company. Anyways, so I jumped in the shower, washed under my pits, had a douche, got out, dried myself off, did my hair. And she specifically said like, don't wear any makeup, wear shorts, like look straight basically is what he what's his type was so um I wore like a pair of jeans and a white t-shirt and I think like my white converse and usually if you know me I carry around a little purse at all times no purse so I get to the pub and I clock Maddie straight away the guy is not at the table he is um, at another table but I did see him as well and I kind of got like a little bit anxious then, but I'm just like the best thing you can do in those situations. And I've learned from this and from so many like one night stands and meeting people or being set up by someone or whatever is you literally just have to fake it till you make it that like fake that confidence, like literally just fucking like uh, every time I've ever done that, I've been shaking in my boots, but everyone's always like, Oh my God, you're so good at that. It's because I fake it. I, I'm literally taking the piss. Like I'm like, and the best thing about it is like, it was kind of far away enough from home. Maddie, my cousin, wasn't, like, seriously seeing his friend that, like, set us up. Like, it was, like, comfortable knowing that, like, even if I did make a bit of a dick of myself, at least I got out of the house, beat my depression for a day, got a f- couple of free drinks, and had a funny story to tell. And I never have to see him again if I don't want to. Anyways, he comes over, we finally meet, and I call him his name, but instead of an S, a W, and really embarrassed myself. And he was like, that's not my name. And he called me Buddy, and I immediately shut that shit down. I immediately shut that shit down. I was just like, don't call me Buddy. Do not call me mate. Like, especially if we're going to go home and, like, like it was literally, like, all it was was, like, they literally teed us up to have a route. Like, that's all it was. Like, they weren't setting us up to be in a relationship or to go on dates or anything like that. Like, we all knew what the reason I was going there. Within five minutes, him and I, like, making out at the table, Maddie's taking photos. Um, he's just like, should we get out of here? I live just down the road. And I was like, you haven't even bought me a beer yet. Like Maddie got my first beer. And then he was like, oh, okay. And then he goes and gets me a beer and he gets me the smallest one he possibly can. 
and just sits there and watches me until I finish it and was just like, okay, let's, let's go. Um, mind you, while he's coming and going from the table and his friends and whatever, um, his friends were telling me like, oh, he'll cook for you. Like, he's such a funny guy. Like, you'll like him. And I could tell, like, he was super charming. Um, but like there were two red flags that I should have seen. The first one being the wait staff, like the bar staff at his like local literally warned me about him. They were just like, oh, like he's a bit of a playboy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like bit of a red flag if like the wait staff's like if on. And I was, if I had, the, if I said that to someone, it must be pretty bad. I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe don't say anything. And then I went back to the table and I was like, even the fucking wait staff. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh yeah, they fucking were. Um, And then the second red flag. The way when we were leaving and the, the table that he was coming to and from, from our table, um, when we were leaving, he was like, oh, and she's my mates. So he introduced me to his friends and, he, and then his friends like, what are you guys going to do? And then I'm just like, and then Shane was like, oh, cut that, cut that. And then um, he was like, um, oh, but it's going back to my house. Like, like it gave him a quick wink and they just like couldn't believe that Shane was oh, fuck. They just couldn't believe that he was gay because he's quite a masculine man if um like yeah like a masculine man anyways um we go back to his house like takes my clothes off in his living room we didn't even make it through the elevator before he was like sucking on my face um and yeah and then I guess we made it to the bedroom no clothes nicest bed I've ever 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 slept in we uh, are having sex it's going great fantastic it's done cool we put on a show he falls asleep within seconds he's a snorer but it's okay and we woke up the next morning and then he was just like do you want to lift home we woke up like four and he was like i've got boxing do you want to lift like do you want to hang out here and i'll give you a lift and get back i'm like oh well, maddie just stayed down the road with old mate so she can just pick me up on her way home he, he leaves i clean his apartment because that's just the kind of guy i am I left this really cute note and it said, I want to be a box. Thanks, buddy. And then, but I put buddy in quotes because I told him I don't like being called that. And I was like, oh, should we exchange numbers in case like we want to do this again? And then he was like, yeah, like, let's do it. And so we exchanged um, numbers. We're texting each other. I'm like, hey, just left. Like, thanks so much for last night. It was fun. He goes, yeah, like we should definitely do it again sometime. And then, he, and then I didn't reply for a bit because I got into the car and Maddie was like, so hungover she's like do not talk to me like do not say a fucking word almost killed us like four times on the way home no cap um and yeah um and then I didn't reply and then he goes what about like tonight I've got like this boxing match thing that I'm going to watch but I will be home by like by 10 and I was like yeah sex is good he's funny um you know I can have a couple drinks and then just head over so I do he's home by like eight um He's a bit pissed. I was a bit pissed, to be honest. Um, and we just fooled around again. And he's like, right, I'm, drop I'm dropping you home tonight, today, because he had nothing on. This was on the Sunday. And he was like, I'll take you out for breakfast first. So he took me to, like, a nice, cute cafe, like a busy cafe on the Gold Coast. Ran into a few of his friends. He introduced me as his friend, like, you know, just normal. It was, it was really fun. You know, it was really nice. Um still kind of going through the same issues like at this point i'm not saved i i'm still really struggling to eat um my depression was probably the worst when i when i first started seeing him and it was just a nice distraction 
we have a sleepover again on the Sunday. And on the Monday I wake up and I'm like, right, that's three nights in a row, absolutely no more. And he goes, do you want to come to the comedy night with me and my friends on the Tuesday? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like still thinking that we are just homies, like like fully thinking that like we are just like, he just likes spending time with me and I like spending time with him, so why not? Um, the same way you do with all your friends. Um, anyways, and then he – we don't see each other on the Monday, but we're, we're texting all day. He's like sending, he like works for like a um, trucking company and he was like sending me trucks and I was talking about them like they were people and he found it really charming. And we were just like, he was sending me photos and I was like, say hi to them for me, all personally from me, please. And he was like, yeah. And then he was like telling me what he was having for dinner and I was telling him what I was having for dinner, um, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the, the Wednesday comes along. I think that was comedy night and we uh, – are there before his friends no he cooks me he cooks me this nicest meal ever and this is when i was just like okay this is more than just fucking um because he like started like greeting me with kisses and like would like say goodbye with the kiss and stuff rather than just be like see you mate see you buddy that kind of thing um and yeah and i was like oh shit like are we like gonna fall in love anyways we have a few beers have dinner and we go to the local pub before um comedy night and he was just like, don't worry, we're sitting at the back. No one's going to call out on us, like, blah, blah, blah. This whole time as well, like, he's, like, trying to, like, fuck, like, like the the comedy guys. Um, but I, I just didn't know if he was interested in me or not. But, like, he went to the bathroom and all of his friends were like, oh, my God, Shane has never introduced us to a boy before. Like, with, like Shane has been single his whole life. Like, he's, oh, my God, I keep saying his fucking name. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, so nice because I'm, like, starting to have feelings for him. Anyways, skip to that night. We go home have passionate sex. I leave again at like seven. Um, I always left really early because, you know, early bird gets the worm. And then we we have a couple nights off from seeing each other and then we spend the whole weekend together. He takes me to the Kiyomi at the, at the casino. It was delicious. It was amazing. I meet all of his friends. We do like a Saturday pub quiz. He takes me out for lunch and then he takes me out for breakfast the next day. And that was when I started like really like feeling a slip. Mind you, there was two two weeks in between of that of us seeing each other like pretty full on like four to five times a week, um, meeting all of his friends. I, I think I reckon I met about 15 to 20 of his friends in such a short period of time. He tells me he loves me. And I'm like, wow, okay, awesome. And then I didn't say it back because, to be honest, I didn't know if I felt the same way, but I felt very love bomby kind of sense from him for it. And I'm like, kind of like, oh, he'll regret saying that when he's sober. Said it again the next morning. I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I can actually like see myself committing to something like this. Then the next day, we have a break. He's a bit sick. I think he was faking out. I just think he didn't want to see me. And then he was just like, do you want to come to, for dinner with Lulu and I? Oh, fuck. I can't keep saying their names. His girl best friend. And I was like, no. But I'll meet you guys after for a drink. How does that sound? And then he was like, sounds perfect. All good. Anyways, I go to the pub, that eating still. I just sit down, have a beer, chit-chatting, and then he leaves the table. And at that stage, his girl best friend was seeing, kind of seeing, very casually seeing the guy, his guy best friend. So, like, it was, yeah, it was kind of cute, actually. Like, kind of rated them. Um, and, yeah, and then he was just like, oh, I'm, like, I'm probably going to break his heart. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, the same way, she, like, old mate's going to break yours. And I'm like, I fucking know. Anyways, but mind you, I'm keeping this to myself that he's told me he loved me like two days ago before we started like getting frisky. He's like, can we have a quick chat first? And I was like, fuck yeah. He's going to ask me to be his boyfriend. We sit down and he's just like, Hey, like I've been thinking about this. 
I'm just better off alone, like, all this shit, and I was like, fuck, and silly little me, just thinking I can just change his fucking mind, jumps on top of him, we have sex, I pretend like I'm so cool about it, I am not, at this stage, I am literally crying inside, I'm so, so sad, anyways, dumbass Dan goes back two days later, because he's told him, oh, we can just have sex, we can just sleep with each other, it doesn't mean anything, lies, um, dumbass Dan goes back to the fucking, his place two days later to have dinner with him. He invites his friend that's recently single, him and his partner just broke up, and he said he was a bit down in the dumps. Anyways, he comes over for dinner, old mate's like, I'm cooking lasagna and a rocket salad, your favourite, which it honestly was. Um, and what the, what does he, what does the fucker do? Has one too many fucking beers, taps into the vodka, which he usually doesn't do. Like, he usually doesn't drink vodka. He's a mid-strength beer drinker only. Comes into vodka, gets stupid drunk, and then dumps me in front of his friend. Just in the middle of dinner, just goes, I don't see this going anywhere. In front of his friend. I kick him under the table. I said, Shane, we can talk about this. Oh, fuck. We can talk about this later. We can talk about this later. And he was just like, uh, I don't have anything else to say. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, very awkward after that. His friend feels what's happening. and He heard it firsthand. He was like, I'm going to leave. So after dinner, he like did the polite thing and waited it for like five minutes and then left. And I just go guns blazing. I'm like, how fucking disrespectful. I'm like running around his apartment, collecting all my things, like so dramatic. Like I'm so, so dramatic. But at this point I'd had two bottles of rosé because I literally drank a bottle and a half from when he tried to dump me in front of his friend when his friend left because I was so anxious. Um... Just, it's just, he's just like, I don't want to hurt you. Um, I feel like, you know, you're more attached. I'm like, you fucking told me you love me two days ago. And the hill that I will die on is the best thing ever. Is I was just like, you don't know anything about me. Like, this is this is why it's never going to work for us. Like, well, if, well, you're not going to work with anyone. He goes, what do you mean? I know about you. I'm like, you don't fucking listen. He goes, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, what's my job title? Couldn't tell me. How many siblings do I have? Couldn't tell me what's my middle name couldn't tell me all things that I'd repeated to him so many times over those few weeks you're seeing and I was just like yeah because you're a fuckwit or I, and I walked out and slammed the door in his face he locked the door I haven't seen him since but there has been some communication but I'm not going to get into that because it's a little bit pathetic on my behalf what the lesson I learned from this if someone tells you from the very get-go that they don't want a relationship and if they if they are 46 years old they've lived on this earth for 46 years and never had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. There's probably a reason why. And that's the hill I'll die on now. And I've recently changed my age range to 29 to 41. So yeah. There were guys before him, there will be guys after him. He's not that fucking special. And the only reason in the end that I think I really wanted him was because he didn't want me. And I hate being told no. So that's like a little bit of the buddy incident. Let's get on to some media, I think. Um, you got the rundown of like the last week and a half. Got a got a fun story. Um, and yeah. My media of the week. It's still probably gotta be Gracie Abrams cover of Ethel Kane's American Teenager. Honey Maggie Rogers. Oh, Chinese satellite Phoebe Bridges. Writer in the Dark Lord. And I wish I never met you, baby girl. Um, and that Hall and Oat song. So lit. Out of touch by Hall and Oates. Okay, here are my meme medias for the week. Your Honor, 
<laughs> you simply weren't there. Someone reshared a tweet that says, boots the house. And then someone replied, Dora, when she got her foreclosure notice. <laughs> the CDC announced they're dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> Pit my ride was insane. Some guy would be like, I need to fix my Camry so I can get to work. And Nisbet was like, okay, well, we turned your trunk <laughs> into a fish tank. <laughs> Does it get better? No worries if not. Wasn't going to drink today, but I missed the iPhone 5 so much. I showed you my chemical imbalance. Please respond. And one more. I'm him. So close. You're actually Satan himself. And yeah, my books are obviously Talking at Night by Claire Daverly. And I think I mentioned that um, Dolly Alterton has a new book, Good Material. It's a good book. If you like writing... I don't think the average person. Oh, and my fucking, I got all my diaries from Christchurch and fuck me. Why was I so dramatic? Literally. Um, but that's it for the episode today, you guys. Um, please send me suggestions on Instagram of what I should talk about because I'm running out of ideas and I've got so many fucking stories. I just cannot think of them. It's like when someone asks your favorite movie and then your mind blanks. But also, what a stupid and naive fucking question. Anyhow. Love yous.